0: And thanks for checking out our City Reach Philly podcast from wherever you are listening. We hope you are encouraged by this week's message. Praise God. John Lennon said this. John Lennon said, Christianity will go, it will vanish, it will shrink. I needn't argue about that. I'm right and I'll be proved right. We're more popular than Jesus now. I don't know which will go first, rock and roll with Christianity. Jesus was alright, but his disciples were thick and ordinary. It's them twisting it that ruins it for me. And and so we talked a little bit about last week about people and and different um, uh, ways uh, uh, and methods that have have arisen in in our world to destroy Christianity. And We see John Lennon, you know, he's gone and um, he died a violent death. But in his mind, he thought that he had arrived, that they had conquered and and gone beyond Jesus and felt they were more popular. But we are here to remind Everyone in this place and the city of Philadelphia that our God is unstoppable Amen. He is unstoppable. He's always been unstoppable and he always will be unstoppable Amen. And last week we talked about some of the things uh, 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 how he was unstoppable in, in, in lives of some of our uh, People in the Bible and, and, and I could go on and on and talk about how great and how powerful he is And, and we'll touch a little bit on that, but but I want to go a little more personal today. Well, as you talk about this unstoppable God, uh, as as you consider him, I mean, there's been no government, no person, no political party, no army, no religion, no demon, no devil that can stop him. He is thoroughly unstoppable. He's all powerful. He's the beginning and the end. He's the everlasting one. He's the eternal one. He's the king of kings. He is the Lord of lords. Again, he is unstoppable. Amen. And I could go out preaching like that today, but but I want to go a little more personal with you today. See, because we get to serve the unstoppable God. We get to receive him as our Savior if we choose to do that. Yet there's so many times, whether you've been serving God for a long time or just a short time, there's so many times in our journey that we're depending on our own strength, that we're depending on our own wisdom, our own power, and our own plan, our own way instead of putting our faith and our trust in the unstoppable God. If he truly is unstoppable, that means he's relentless, he's inescapable, he's persistent, and he's unavoidable. I may believe that. What is it then that keeps you and I from experiencing him in a greater way? There's something that seems to get in the way of us. Experiencing the unstoppable God in His fullness. So let's backtrack just, just for a moment. How many believe that God is unstoppable? Some, raise so your hands, some, If you believe that, I need you to. Say and look at the person next to you and say, My God is unstoppable. My God is unstoppable. Now look at the, the person on the other side and say, and say it a little louder. My God, My God is
1: unstoppable. God. Is unstoppable.
0: unstoppable. Praise God. Him. So if your God is unstoppable, and I don't know if this is a word, if that you could correct me, but if your God is unstoppable, that means that there should be some unstoppableness in you. Amen. Right? There should be something inside of me that's unstoppable too. Not because of who I am, but because of who resides in me. Amen. We touched on this a little last week. But there better be some unstoppableness in you. Amen. And if you like that today, we need to get aligned with the unstoppable one. Right? Amen. We have an opportunity today to get in line with the unstoppable one so that there will be some unstoppableness inside of me, inside of you. I don't know about you, but I want some more unstoppableness in my life. Yes, yeah. Right? I, I want to walk, be able to walk boldly. Not because of the, my strength, but because what? The Bible says that when I am weak, He is, he is strong. strong. Yes, right? So if you're feeling weak, guess what? There's a strong one yes, who's yes. unstoppable, who is for you, and not against you. Yes. Right. My God is unstoppable. Yes. I, I'm going to share just a little bit about me. I, I received Jesus' Man, as a young kid, you know, I said the sinner's prayer like, I don't know, probably 400 times in my life, right? Some of you guys relate to that. Some of you don't. But I received Jesus, and then I'm trying to walk for Jesus, and then it wasn't easy, and I would fall, and I would fail, and, and, and all these things would happen. and, and, and but, the, but there was moments in my walk with Jesus that, man, I was feeling strong, right? I was walking with the unstoppable one. There was no demon. There was no devil. There was no bullet that can stop me. But I'm feeling strong in the Lord. How many have felt that before? Yes, God. And you're sharing Jesus with people. Man, man, and then all, something happens over time. And sometimes it's a short time. It could be Sunday you're feeling strong, and then by Monday, all of a sudden it's gone, right? All of a sudden, man, you, you start to focus on your flaws and your weaknesses. and. And all of a sudden, for me, man, these became very obvious to me. I began to focus on my deficiencies and my insecurities. And, and all of a sudden, my walk with God just got weaker and weaker. And I, I wasn't really sharing the gospel no more. I was starting to laugh at some, some, some dirty jokes that I had stopped laughing at. And started looking at some stuff that I had no business looking at. Because I'm feeling, what? Because when I'm feeling down, I go back. What, the Bible says that what? A dog goes back to his vomit, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what we do. We do when we're, when we're feeling down, we feel sorry for ourselves, we go back to our junk. Right? We go back to our junk. I, I don't know why well, that happens to me. Maybe it doesn't happen to you. Talk about yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Does it happen to anybody else? Yeah, yeah. Can we just be real with God? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Hallelujah. See, we, we, then it became harder to even get to church, right? Because I'm feeling shame, I'm feeling guilt. And, and I, I get to church, I just want to sit in the back, please nobody talk to me. Please nobody say hi, I'm just barely here, right? I just you don't even understand how how barely here I am. You, you don't understand how unworthy I am, and I'm sitting at church. I barely got there, and, and, and it may be in his mercy, I might feel his presence, and, and, and I'm here just because I got nowhere else to turn. But things got, got harder and and, and, and and if you haven't experienced this man I guarantee you're gonna experience it at some point. There's moments where we go through some dry spells or we're going through some deep valleys, right? Mm-hmm. Where the unstoppable God seems so far away. If he's so unstoppable, why do I feel so vulnerable? Why do I feel so alone? I pray, I fast, I, I I come in agreement with some brothers and and sisters, yet, yet I feel powerless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Am I getting a little yeah. deeper in oh. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If He's so unstoppable, why do I feel so stoppable? Why am I so easily stopped if He is? So unstoppable. Why? Why do I feel so powerless? Yes. And I'm telling you, I want to share with you one of the main reasons this happens to us. Why we're not experiencing Him in His unstoppableness. Why His unstoppableness isn't flowing through us. And one of the main reasons is that we have no secure foundation. See, see, we need a secure foundation to stand on. Because if all we're trying to serve God with is our emotions and yesterday's feeling and, and the, the presence of God that we felt last week, that's not an enough of us foundation. Yes. That foundation isn't strong enough. Yes. Right? We need a foundation that's going to hold us when all hell breaks loose. Well. We, we need a foundation, and I'll tell you what, that the foundation is the power of the Word of God it is the word of God that provides a foundation that keeps us secure and I'm preaching this because I need to live it more I feel God And I know many of you, I feel God calling me to get deeper into his word. I feel God calling the spirit of God saying, would you just open the word? Would you open my word? Don't you understand what what the word has? Because see, the devil has us so confused and so blinded that we forget and we don't even realize the power that the word of God has. Book of Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12 and 13. Maybe we'll just read 12. It says this. For the word of God is alive and powerful, yes, it is. sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between the soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. That's it. Hallelujah. This is a little bit different now. I want you to read that to yourself, and we're going to meditate it for like 30 seconds. Just read it. Let it get into your spirit today. Let's read it together. For the word of God is alive and powerful, sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword, cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. See, because it's when we get into the Word of God and it begins to minister and reveal some stuff to us. All of a sudden, some lies that we've been lying to ourselves get exposed, right? Because, see, a lot of times we live life and we've been living a lie to our own selves. And we've been justifying some things that are not of God, saying that they're okay. We've been justifying some things and living this this powerless Christian life because we are lying to ourselves, and the pastor can preach to you, and your brother can tell you, and your sister can tell you, but you still keep lying to yourself. I can tell you because I've lived like that. I can preach you because I've lived like that. When I got a brother saying, bro, you need to, you need man, well, you need to you need to prioritize God. You need you need to get into the Word. And I'm like, I'm good. Uh oh. I'm good. I go to church and I tithe and and I'm part of a reach group and I and I serve and I'm and I'm good. When I, when the reality is, I'm lying to myself. And the only thing that's going to bring truth to me is the Word of God. Yeah. See, I need the Word of God. I need because it's alive. The Bible just me it's alive and powerful. It exposes first my thoughts to myself. There's some things you will need to get preached to. The Holy Spirit is dying to tell you. He's He's like, would you just if you open the Word, you begin to see it. Amen. Praise God. How many are still with me today? Yeah. How many have said this? I need to get back into the Word. Yes, yes. All the church folks said. Yes. Yes. I need to, get back, the I need to yes. get, back, get back into the Word. I think I said it to somebody yesterday. So. And I'll tell you that getting into the Word is good. In fact, it's great getting into the Word. Mm-hmm. But there's something greater than getting into the Word. All the theologians you get nervous now. There's something greater than getting into the Word. And that is letting the Word get into you. You. It's truly allowing the Word of God to get inside of us. Is that? That's where we're lacking. That's why we are not experiencing the unstoppable God the way He wants us to experience Him. Because because He's not rooted inside of us, right? Uh, we're gonna go deeper here. Get ready. Hold on. See, see, we gotta get the Word of God into our hearts. Yes. The Word of God is a seed kind of crazy because Pastor Francisco was preaching a little bit this morning and I'm still my thunder. No. I was like, Lord, this is crazy. Um, but the Word of God is a seed. Yeah. And it needs to penetrate your heart. It needs to get inside of your heart. So let's talk a little bit about the seed. Mark chapter 4. Let's just read it. It says, Jesus said, the kingdom of God is like a farmer who scatters seed on the ground. Night and day, while he's asleep or awake, the seed sprouts and grows. But he does not understand how it happens. The earth produces the crops on its own. First the leaf pushes through, then the head of the wheat are formed. And finally the the grain ripens. So let's talk a little bit about this seed. And and in the Bible, in this this same chapter, it talks about how... uh, the, the, the farmer throws the seed out, some lands on the rocky soil, some lands on the, on the path, some lands within the thorns, and some lands in the fertile ground and is able to grow. And, and, and that's another, That's a parable, and I don't want to get too much into the parable, but I want to talk about what that seed represents, and it, re- it represents the Word of God that gets planted in our hearts. Yes. That's what it's representing today. The, 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 that seed is a miracle. And so scientists, man, they're able to like they study the seed. They're able to manipulate the seed, and, and but they cannot recreate the seed. See, see, no matter what a scientist does, and they cannot re-, re repeat or create a new seed. There's some there's a miracle that happens in a seed. When a seed gets planted and it gets watered, all of a sudden that that seed begins to swell up because it's receiving water and it's in good soil. It begins to swell up, and then all of a sudden it cracks and a little plant starts to grow out of that thing. No one can figure out why that happens. They can see, oh, well, it gets water, and they can describe the process, but there's a miracle that happens for that seed to actually grow. It's a God thing. Can't nobody figure it out. Can't nobody duplicate it. The same thing happens in your heart. When the seed of the Word of God is planted in your heart, there's a miracle that happens. Can't nobody duplicate it. Can't nobody reproduce it. But God takes his word that gets placed and planted in your heart, and then a miracle happens. Can we go back to that verse in Hebrews? The word of God all begins, that miracle is it it begins to expose some stuff to you, to your spirit. That miracle is that it, it, it shows you your innermost thoughts and desires. It begins to show you the areas that you need to get better at. But if we don't have the word of God in our heart, we miss out, right? We miss out on what God wants to do with us. We miss out on on the powerful, unstoppable God that we serve. And we don't get to serve him in, in the fullness. When I was talking about how many of us prayed and fasted and, and, and come in agreement with someone and, and we're praying for something and we're, we're, we're desperate for it and we're not seeing stuff, some stuff happen, one of the reasons is because we're not, the seed hasn't been planted. The seed of the word has not been planted in our hearts. It may sound a little bit rough. Our pastor's preaching rough today. But I want us to understand that that seed, right, that seed of the word of God, that, that when we begin to open the word of God and that seed begins to receive some water, right, all of a sudden that seed begins to grow. Because, see, see, see a seed is tiny, and it's tiny in your heart initially, but that seed, it could become a redwood tree. That seed can become a big, huge acorn tree. And there's a big old acorn tree that God wants to grow in your heart. Yes. It's bigger than you can imagine. You never deserve it. But he is good and he's willing to let that thing grow in your heart if you let him. Well. I don't know about you, but I need some unstoppableness in my heart. Yes. It comes from the word of God. See, because a lot of us want to burst something I, I want to still burst some things. I want to burst some more campuses in here. I want to I see some people burst some businesses in, in, in this community. I want to I see some things burst. How many want to see something burst out of your life? And I'm here to encourage you that God wants to do it more than you want it. If you want it a little bit, God wants it more than you. God planted it inside of you. It's your job to let that thing get pregnant. This is our problem. If a woman wants to get pregnant, we're talking, they're married, right? Talk. A woman wants to get pregnant, she can stand by her husband all day. It's not going to happen. She can hug him. My wife's not here. I would have brought her up. She's like, <laughs> I can hug her. It's not going to happen, right? I can kiss on her. It's not going to happen. Something very intimate has to happen Lord have mercy. in order for that seed to get pregnant. Pregnated, right? And it's the same thing in our hearts with the Word of God. We just can't stand by the Bible. We just can't let it sit on the living room table, right? We just can't talk about it. We gotta get a little into it with the Word of God. Right. Yeah. My spirit says, I want to get pregnant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I want to get pregnant with some unstoppableness yeah. so that I can be effective in the kingdom of God. Yeah. Yeah. That when God calls, I say, here I am in the name of Jesus. Yeah. That I would stand up coldly and say, oh, my brother won't go. Oh, and my sister won't go. I'll go because you are unstoppable. And even when I'm weak, you are strong. Yeah. 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 how many know he's unstoppable yeah. 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 That's all right. we have to get the word of God in our hearts yeah. we have to do that see I'm believing that God wants this. he wants to burst some unstoppable warriors in this house he wants to create an unstoppable warrior out of you But you have to get that unstoppable seed in your heart. It's the word of God. It's the word of God. There's this intimacy that God is calling us for. See, because this is great. You go to Bible study, you go to reach group, you're around some other people. You open your Bible there. It's amazing. You get a little hungry for the word. You say, man, i got to get this in me. i got to get this word. Then you go home, you're like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow you lose it. Am I preaching right now? Yes. yes I, and you feel the Holy Spirit say, call. He's calling read the word. Open the word. Get into the word. Yes. I want you to, I want to, I want to impregnate you with something powerful. Yes. And we say, oh, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. But I'll tell you that it is not until we receive that seed of the word that we will not discover. Until we until we allow that seed to be put in and planted in our heart we will not discover our true purpose in life. That intimacy with God's word is the foundation for your walk with God. It will lead you to the greater that he has created you for. It increases your faith. And the Bible tells me that my faith, what? Pleases him. When God is pleased with you, when he's pleased with me, all of a sudden, some unstoppable things begin to happen. Yeah. All of a sudden, my effectiveness in the kingdom rises. Yeah. All of a sudden, Martin navalis begins to decrease and Jesus Christ begins to increase. Yeah. I don't know where you are with God, but I, I want that for my life. I want it for you, and if I want it just a little bit, God wants it for you. He wants you to decrease a little. We plant that seed and we begin to to, to let that seed grow. All of a sudden, He begins to humble us. We begin to see how insignificant we are in comparison to Him. See, a lot of times we just think we're so significant. And God loves us. We're special, but in the grand scheme of things, the only one that matters is Him. I'm just a servant, right? I'm just a servant. I, I will tell you today that that seed is available for you today. The word of God is available for you today. Yes. Church, can we just stand? Hallelujah. Psalms chapter 18, verse 28 through 32, it says this. up here because I want us to be able to start praying like this. You lighted a lamp for me. The Lord my God lights up my darkness. In your strength I can crush an army. With my God I can scale any wall. God's way is perfect. All the Lord's promises prove true. He is a shield for all who look to him for protection. For who is God except the Lord? Who but our God is a solid rock? God arms me with strength, and he makes my way perfect. What he does is take my way and make it his way. That's what he wants to do with us. And and I want us to get to a place. Church, if we're going to really impact this city, if we're really going to impact the city, we, we, gotta, we gotta let that word sink into our heart to transform us so that we can be effective. That when we're out there, we're not we're not hurting the kingdom, but we're helping the kingdom. Yes, Lord. Can we just pray on the we'll altar? Heavenly oh, Father, we thank you for your presence. Thank you, God, because you are perfect in all of your ways, God, and you call us today, Lord to plant or replant, Lord, the, the power of your word inside of us, God. God, this city, Lord, our neighborhoods, Lord, need some unstoppableness. God, and if you would use us, God, how, how humbled and honored we would be, God. So, Lord, we, Lord I just present this church to you, God. That you would use us however you deem fit, God. Lord, if it's cleaning streets, Lord, we'll do it, God. If it's helping addicts, God, we'll do it, Lord. Lord, if it's teaching your word or preaching it, I will do whatever you want us to do, God. But we make ourselves available to you in the name of Jesus. And church, with every eye closed, head bowed, if if the Lord has talked to you today and you know that you need to replant that seed or you know that he's been talking to you right now, it doesn't matter how long you've been coming to church, it could be your first day here, but you know that something is stirring inside of you count to three and you'll just raise your hand. One, two, three. Just raise your hand all over the room. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You're merciful. You're a forgiving, good God. Church, can we just raise our hands with our brothers and sisters? I want you to pray this prayer with me. Jesus, forgive me. Help me. Hunger for your word. Help me to open your word to receive it in my heart so that I could be unstoppable just like you I'm sorry for all the things I've done to hurt you and hurt others come into my heart transform me help me in Jesus name amen and amen Thanks for listening this week. We hope you enjoyed the message. Please subscribe, rate, and comment on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you listen on. Have a blessed week.